0: Hi everybody. So today on Darling Discussions, um, if you notice, I don't have anybody else in the studio with me. It's just me. Because I was thinking and I was like, you know what? I haven't even told my listeners who I am. Like, why would you listen to me and my guests without knowing a little bit about me and some of the struggles that I've had in my life and have overcome. So I figured today, it's just between you and me, I'm going to tell you about some of the things that I've struggled with. And you're like, why do you have notes when you're talking about yourself? Because I love to get off topic. <laughs> um, so I want to start off with telling you, first of all, people always get the wrong idea about me. Um, I don't know if it's white privilege or the fact that I have a mom bod and I've had one since fifth grade. Trust me, if you saw the pictures, I looked older in fifth grade than I look now. Um, so I don't know if it's from that or or what. But people always have this view of me that um I was born with a silver spoon in my mouth. And that life has never dealt me any hardships. And that everything's just always been peachy keen. I try to keep a positive attitude. um, And maybe that has something to do with it too. I'm not sure. But that's not the truth. Everybody, everybody has struggles that they've dealt with. Um, Everybody has had things that they've had to overcome. And I realize that and... I'm just going to shed some light on a little bit of the things I've overcome because maybe you've overcome these same things. And maybe you think, hey, I can't ever talk to somebody about this stuff or nobody's ever going to understand this because there's nobody else in the world who's dealt with this because there's no reason for me to have dealt with this. Um, Because, yeah, I grew up in a situation where most people would think, oh, yeah, no, there's no reason for her to have any problems. Except that, yeah, our family was poor um, when we were little. Um, I, have a, I have a brother, so that's why I'm saying we. It's not like I have multiple personalities. I promise. That is not one of the things I've struggled with. Um, but uh, we, we lived in a trailer house for the first five years of my life. Um, my dad worked at Walmart, so, you know, the income wasn't really great. My mom did some, you know, odd jobs here and there. Um, it wasn't until later when my grandparents started helping out more that, um, like bought us a house and things like that, that our economic situation got better. Um, but yeah, it was, it was rough. Um, Also, I had a grandmother who was schizophrenic that um, we would go visit very often and um, stay at her house sometimes. My grandfather was hearing impaired, so staying at their house was always interesting. We moved in with those grandparents um, whenever my grandfather couldn't take care of my grandmother anymore. And it was the last year of his life. Then whenever my grandmother passed away, we moved in my other set of grandparents into our house and lived with them until they passed away. So I saw the struggle of seeing somebody in their last years of life and the hardship of going through that. My other grandmother had Alzheimer's. seeing somebody that you love and cherish so much, their mind just drift away. I know many people have experienced that and know exactly how hard that is. And I went through that as a young child um, and into my adulthood uh, with four grandparents, basically. Except, well, three. Um, My grandfather uh, that was married to the schizophrenic grandmother... He went pretty quickly and did not have any mental health issues. Um, he was still mentally there whenever he passed away. His was cancer, um he had leukemia, and um yeah, some he also developed diabetes his last year of life, and he just his was more physical than mental. Um, I was always picked on for my red hair which I know is gorgeous now, but back in the day I had a fro and cause my hair is naturally very, very curly and thick as I've gotten older, it's thinned out. But when I was a kid, it was just whew, huge. So, um, I got picked on a lot for that. I was always a head taller than everybody else. I was heavier than everybody else. Um, Yeah, so I had the nickname Big Red, and that was not, it was an insult to begin with, and then it kind of became my street name, and we'll get into that here in a little bit. Um, I struggled with depression from a very young age, mostly, I think, due to the bullying and um, just living in a small town and I'm a very extroverted person and I lived with a bunch of introverts and just also depression can hit for a lot of reasons that are not due to your circumstances like it's more of a genetic biological thing and I really think that my depression especially when I was younger was mainly due to that um it took a while I've been you know diagnosed With, you know, this, that, and the other, you know, uh, people tell me, oh, no, it's not this. It's this. Oh, no, it's not this. And me wondering, like, well, which is it? You know, and that can be such a struggle. Whenever you're going to therapy, when you're getting counseling, you might have uh, your PCP, your primary care physician, might tell you, oh, well, hey, you've got this. And then you go see a therapist and they might tell you, no, you've got this. And it can be really hard to figure out, well, what do I do? Because I don't know if I've got this or I've got that. And let me tell you, first of all, sometimes people have what we call comorbidities, which means you have more than one thing. Or it's also, secondly, some of these things have a lot of the same symptoms. Um, Anxiety and depression have a lot of the same symptoms. And so it might be really hard for the doctor or for the therapist until they really get to know you better to really define what it is that's going on with you. And also depending on what expertise they have, if they're more used to seeing people with a lot of depression, then they might, you know, diagnose you with depression because you have, you know, most of the symptoms of that, but maybe you have some additional symptoms that lean more towards anxiety but they're just not as familiar with that. So it's really great to kind of shop around and read up on your um, diagnosis. That's just, let's go back to some of my story. Um, Struggling with depression from a young age really led to some poor decisions in my teens and my 20s. Um, First of all, I got my bachelor's degree in theater, ouch. (laughs) And at one point that was in the top 10 um, most useless degrees um, in the U.S. And I taught for a while and I actually did enjoy teaching, but uh, all the, the way that teaching ends up changing so much because of all the regulations and the bureaucracy stuff. And I know I didn't say that right, but forgive me. Um, The red tape and the administration, that was what caused me to just get worn out very quickly with teaching. So those of you who are teachers out there, I I salute you. Y'all are the best. Y'all are amazing that you can deal with that and have the patience for that. Plus, the patience to deal with children and parents and keeping up with your own education so that you can continue to teach. I think it's amazing. Um, I was really excited about doing theater and teaching theater. And then whenever I had to switch my careers, um, it devastated me. It really was. It was like, I was lost. What do I do? um, But before that, while I was still in college, um, I did a lot of partying and I got myself into a lot of situations, especially with guys that, um, weren't great. And I'm not saying any time that anybody is at fault for, um, the abuse that they suffer. But I will say that I knew that I was in situations that put myself at a higher risk in general. And some of those, and that was a large part due to my depression. Um, It was me being self-destructive. And I ended up getting abused several times. Um, I was physically abused. I was sexually abused. I've been raped three times. I've had two guns pointed at me. I've had a knife held up to my throat. And most people who see me are thinking, what? Did you just, did she just say that? What? Yeah. Um, I've struggled with addiction myself. Um, I have had, I've lost friends due to addiction, Um, I have seen the nitty gritty side of life. I really have. And, and, and been right in the middle of it. Um, I kind of moved forward where I wasn't planning on going. I was a single mom at the age of 21 and I was a single mom for five years. Then I got married to a man who was abusive um because of his mental health issues. Um, and we had a miscarriage, and so I know how devastating that can be. Um, I finally got the courage after five years to leave that abusive relationship. And that took a lot. So I know how that can be. Um, I, oh, I've moved a lot. I put a zillion times in my notes, Um, but I actually counted it up. In the five years I was married, we moved 13 times. Uh, so making friends finding a support group finding and when I say support group I mean like people who are close enough that you can call on them at any time of day or night and be like hey I'm having trouble can you come over can you talk can you watch my kids can you do that that's what I'm talking about support group I'm not talking about like you know AA where we go and sit down and that is a type of support group, but I'm talking more about your support system. How about that? Um, trying to find those places and those people every time that you move, um, it's it's hard. It's really hard and changing your routine so much. Um, I think that's really, I'm sure there's more things that I've left off this list. Uh, Cause you know, it's kind of one of those things. Like the more you think about it, you're like, oh yeah, that happened too. And that was really tough. And that happened. That was really tough. Um, but now the reason why it's hard for me to even remember all of that stuff is because now my life isn't like that. Um, I have a master's degree. I have a private practice. Um, I get to help people that are dealing with all the things that I've dealt with or my friends have dealt with. Um, I've been able to move past all my previous mistakes and the mistakes that people have made towards me. Um, I've been able to have more stability in my life than I ever thought I could. I never thought I'd get a master's degree never in a million years counseling wasn't going to do that hope that on the mic but um never thought I was going to do that I didn't even like going to counseling back in the day um but here I am now and also um I wanted to mention this too I'm in my favorite city. I moved all those times. I've lived in Kansas. I've lived in Kentucky, right south of Cincinnati. Um, I've lived all over Texas. I've visited several different places. And I tell you that I love Waco, Texas. And people think I'm crazy for that. And until they start hearing all the reasons I love Waco. And so I feel like I'm living my best life here in Waco. So how did I get here? And I'll tell you the main thing, the main thing that has really helped me out has been a combination of therapy and my faith. Um, I don't normally as a counselor really talk a lot about my faith because everybody has different faiths values um and i respect that because i know everybody has different journeys but for me i needed that combination of an equal amount basically of my therapy and faith because whenever i was just doing a little bit of therapy or i wasn't doing therapy at all but i was going to church all the time and really felt like i was really involved i still felt empty I was still um, going through really hard times. And whenever I was doing a lot of therapy and denying I had any faith and going through that, I was still very empty, didn't really have a purpose in my life. And so having that combination, like my therapy draws me back towards my faith draws me back towards my values and my faith draws me back towards, Hey, you need accountability. You need somebody to help you to achieve the goals that you have in your life. Um, The combination of the two has led me to the point where um, I can build my life. It got me to the point where I was like, you know what, this is possible to be happy after all of these horrible things have happened. And it's possible for anybody and everybody out there. No matter what your faith is or lack of faith, um, you can do it. Anybody can do it. You just need somebody who can help you along and say, I'm there with you. And I have been there through it. Or I know somebody who's been there through it. Or I've studied about this situation. And then they can help you go along and move forward. And that is why I got into counseling. And that's why I love counseling. That's why I love helping people out is because I get to use what I've learned personally and professionally and get to see a transformation in other people. And I really like these podcasts because I get to be more direct and I get to pick the topic and say, hey, you know, I think this is something that will really help a lot of different people. Instead of you having to come in and um, use your insurance or pay me or whatever. I mean, well, you can't. It's a whole nother story. <laughs> insurance. Ugh. Anyways, um, instead of having to do that, then you can just listen to my podcast and be like, hey, you know, maybe I do need to work on that some more. Or that's really good points that she's making. Um, so I can go back and, you know, you can go meet with a therapist or meet with some of your friends and discuss some of these things so that you can move forward in your life. And I really went through that a whole lot faster than I thought I was going to. I will tell you that you know is that anybody anybody can do this life can get hard and I still I still make lots of mistakes my depression every once in a while will kick me in the butt it really will and I'll have a day where I'm not doing anything except sitting at home watching tv and crying it happens. It happens to everybody. It happens. We all have low days. We all have times that we make mistakes. And that's okay. Because that's part of the human experience. And knowing which part is like, okay, this is this is normal. This is not something. Even though it's hard and it feels awful, it's a normal thing. Like when little kids... If you think about losing their teeth. How strange is the fact that we lose teeth when we're little kids? Imagine if you were a little kid, nobody explained it to you that, yeah, you're going to lose your baby teeth. And they start losing teeth. Like, that's hard to understand. That's hard to accept. But it's something that helps you grow. It's something that helps you move forward in life. And there's so many things that if you have somebody tell you, hey, it's okay, that's normal. Like we all have bad days. We all have days that just really make us sad. You know, that's okay. Um, Versus if you think, oh, okay, I'm totally the strangest person in the room right now and nobody's ever struggled with this because nobody's told you that it's okay. So let me tell you first and foremost... It's normal. Whatever you're struggling with, whatever you're going through today, it's okay. You can get through it. If I got through all the stuff that I've been through and I can go day to day, I hope you see that you can get through it too. And I hope it's been an encouragement to you today. And I know this is a little bit of a shorter podcast than usual, but yeah, I don't want to keep repeating myself. But if you ever need... Any help, you can contact me, you can contact your local therapist, um, contact local doctor's office, you can call the crisis numbers. I believe next month it is 988 is going live, that is like 911 except it's for mental health. So if you're in a crisis situation, call 988. All right, and that's it.